forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast is full of heated discussion, heated wheel rubber, and hearts being heated up after receiving warm praise from a robot. Basically, things get heated as Paul Shear returns to talk Transformers The Ride 3D on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast where it takes a 30-foot-tall robot to conquer our fear of intimacy. <laughs> I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Jason Sheridan. I was, I was, as you started that sentence, I was like, is he going to say intimacy? Because that's what I would say, fear of intimacy. Well, it's one of the big areas of conversation today for a big ride, and that was a joke mainly aimed at Mike Carlson, host number yeah, three. Yeah, I think this is... Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but the idea of intimacy on a ride started from a discussion of this particular theme park attraction. No question. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and it's which is something we're gonna have to loop our guest in. There's a lot of like uh, um, mythology. Tons of mythology happened here. That's what I was thinking about with this topic. This is a mm-hmm. ride that has had a vice grip on this podcast <laughs> since the very beginning. Some of the hottest takes, some of the longest running yeah. debates. Yeah. It has just always been a presence despite not having an episode of its own until now. The name of this ride is Transformers the Ride. It is at Universal Studios Parks Worldwide, mm-hmm. Hollywood, Orlando, and the others. Uh, and we're here. We're here to do it. Um, and I think that we needed a, not just a big guest, but somebody who can sort of like, what's the word? Like, mediator? Like an, yeah, or arbitrary. Yeah, that yeah. mediator is correct. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's so much here to mm-hmm. go over. We need like an outsider to help us parse all of it. But of course not an outsider. He's joined us many times, but for the first time in a long time, from How Did This Get Made, from his Twitch channel, Friend Zone, the Optimus Prime of comedy podcasting, it's Paul <laughs> Shear. Hi, Paul. <laughs> I am honored uh, to be uh, to really be uh, blessed with this episode. This is an important episode, and it is, you know, for me a ride that I have a lot of opinions on, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of theories about, and uh, I can't wait. I, I I don't even want to give you an an idea of what I think about this until until the conversation really starts, because I know where some of you fall on this. So I, I would like to, you know, I'd like to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sway the boat either way before the conversation properly gets started. Yeah, 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 I know. Like neither we shouldn't all tip it too much, and and I hope that's not what I'm doing by just by diving into this. But there, look, I'm so excited, Paul, that you could join us for Transformers specifically because in my mind you were the only guest who could do it because there's a bit of a history here, and I don't know if you mm-hmm. recall the history. Uh, and I'm going to open a wound, but I'd say it's mainly a wound for me. I think this is okay. my, my wound. I don't know if you know what I'm yeah. talking about. I do. I think I do. And I want to hear it. I want to hear it like maybe from a different perspective. <laughs> and that's really it. where I think I, I don't think I could explain it to someone else. So I think mm-hmm. that I understand it in my heart. Yeah. So let's rush him on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. You know, uh, uh, and I, I'd be curious to hear it for, from yours too. And how you had yeah. to, to discover this. It really goes to the roots of 
of Podcast the Ride, the, v- the very beginning. Uh, and actually, even before that, it goes back to the Doughboys, to your first appearance on uh, the Doughboys, whenever this was. The episode was Bubba Gumpsa, I, I believe. Yes, yeah. Uh, so uh, you were on Doughboys, and in my in my memory, and let me I, italicize sure. that in my notes, and, and so let me italicize it out loud. This is in my memory. What okay. you had said, what I thought you had said about Transformers the Ride is Got that it. it was your favorite ride. This is what I this is what I mm. thought. Well, um, let's date it mm-hmm. of when when I said it. Twenty seventeen um, unless I'm wrong. I, I like let's just say it's pre uh Star Wars land, it's pre mm. Rise, it's mm. pre Spider Man the Ride. Mm. It it is uh and I believe the way that I said it. And again, maybe I didn't use it to all, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to step back from it. But I did believe at that point it is one of the most technologically advanced best rides, hands down. Mm-hmm. That's how I always felt. Like that, to me, was the evolution of the perfect ride because it had 3D elements. It was moving through on a track, but it also used screens. It wasn't exclusively... Uh, screen-based. So I I felt like there were a lot of elements. I was like, more of that. And that is coming off of my belief before that, that from Islands of Adventure, Spider-Man the ride was my favorite new class of ride. Again, I'm talking about new class of ride. Not like the best ride, my favorite ride, but the if that's the future, I want to be on that. Like I want to see more track rides that involve a lot of things. Now we're gonna have a different conversation because of, you know, rise. I've been to, uh, I've been to Japan mm-hmm. to go on some rides there. I've had oh, some different right. experiences. That's right? yeah, so bad. The wow, evolution wow. of the ride has has grown, but I, I have I have some theories. But yes, so that you are, I would say you're you're pretty right. Well, it's this just, is, I, I wasn't saying it wasn't like like Mr. Toads might be my go to answer for that. If I you know or like Haunted Mansion in the grand scheme of things, but sure. that's that's not talking about like personal connection this is more from a technological standpoint greatest Mm -hmm. what's blowing you away right then and there and i absolutely agree like from a technical standpoint it is incredible uh it is a perfectly valid answer uh what this is this is again the shame is on me here because what i recalled was you saying it is definitively your favorite ride or the best ride or something definitive like that and then we start recording our show Mm -hmm. and one of the first episodes i don't remember what maybe it was with mitch but i think this conversation came up and i in the episode say oh yeah i remember paul saying that like oh boy i don't know about that i was all shitty and snarky dismissive dismissive about that opinion and then and then i i filed that away put it in a drawer forgot that anyone would hear this ever because this i believe was before the show started coming out so i'm like yeah. oh no it does certainly no one will ever hear that let alone paul right. himself then i think as soon as the episode comes out you dm me and say i feel like i must have had a caveat for saying transformers is the best right <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. So yeah, there it is. Like, and, and I just gave you the exact same response. Yes, yes, completely. Consistent. It's very consistent. Yeah. So so I, I at this point go beat red because two things are happening. One, I'm very excited that you are listening to the show. Ideal sure. person. We are so honored and have always been honored to have you involved in the show. And so that's that's great. So Paul's listening and he heard me being shitty 
about a perfectly valid opinion and getting it a little wrong. So this is a thing that I've felt bad about for five years. You probably forgot about it entirely. I have not. Uh, this has been right searing. 100%. I mean, I've been on the show multiple times. Yeah. We, have, we yes. have seen each other socially. No, I don't care. Like, we skydive together. Gonna take yes, down. You, that's a that's a brotherhood that you can't undo when the you indoor skydive together. We the I fly. fly. Yes. 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 Brotherhood of I fake fly. flying. The city walk. Yes. <laughs> I, all I'll say is this: um, if anyone was going to give me shit about my uh, theme park opinions, I, I I welcome it from mm. the three of you. Like here, here. Thank you. Take me to task. Oh. I will have a defense for it. I will. I, but I, uh, I don't. You know, I, I, I appreciate a theme park. And and you know, we've we've been there. We've been there on the opening day mm-hmm. of uh, of Rise, Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. Yes. yes, we've done it. We've like I'm there. I'm not. A, I'm not a fair weather fan. I'm not mm-hmm. a person who's like, oh, when I was a kid, I liked it, or I like bringing my kids to it. No, I'm I'm there. But I will take I will take my lumps. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and, and uh, if, if properly given, and then I feel like I just wanted to make sure that you knew it didn't think less of me. Not not yeah, remotely, no. and in, especially because again, these are my lumps to get because I went and listened to the episode in question, yes. and you do in fact say this is not best, this is not definitive. What you are, what is posed to you is to make a Mount theme park more. And, oh, okay. and to put different attractions on the mount theme park, and Transformers is the first thing out of your mouth. That's what's like exciting you right now. But you get you say, Mister Toad, you say Goliath, I believe at, oh, at Six yeah. Flags. Okay, it's a healthy li- and in a list of four, mm-hmm. this is it is not what I defined it as. And even if it was, why should that be a problem? Although well, this is that, interesting but- <laughs> because that's that. Wow, it's I don't even remember that. But now that you bring it up, uh, what? It, first of all, I will say this um, again. When it was recorded, we got to put that into context. Mm. But secondly, where it was recorded or where our food was eaten, which was Universal City Walk. So I'm also coming off of Bubba Gump. That's where we're there. You know, I'm thinking about things uh, of uh, of that nature. I will also say, you know, truth be told, um, I find Universal Theme Park rides to be uh lackluster and uh, in an effort to throw uh, a bone that's where that's where i threw it that's where i threw it to that ride and and again i still feel very strongly about that ride i really like that ride a lot Mm but i'm if i'm trying to be uh equal in creating this mount rushmore i don't want to just be I don't want to be one corporation. I want to spread it around multiple corporations. That's why Goliath makes the <laughs> <Right>. list. <laughs> yeah, you really did. You did your due diligence. They all they all got on there. They all got on the mount. Mm-hmm. I should also say, uh, just for the record, in listening to the conversation that continued, that uh, you and Mitch go on the record as not liking the Johnny Depp robot while Weiger defends it. So I just want to oh, put that wow. out there while we're digging through old podcast episodes. I, but again, well, look, remember I, I, the date. You know, 2017, remember the date. Yes, this is important. And, and look, and I'll say this, um, regardless of how I feel about Johnny Depp, I still feel the same way about the animatronic in the sense that it dates it. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. the one thing that Disney has uh, with very few rides is a timelessness to it. And all of a sudden you're popping in, uh, you know, a uh, at a one point, a worldwide uh, giant celebrity aid. I felt it cheapens it. It cheapens it a bit. Like, do we need it? 
Do we do we need to know that that's a Jack Sparrow adventure? I don't think so. No, yeah. I yeah. mean, now meanwhile, you put the Kraken in there, you, you or whatever the hell that the the Squid Face guy. I'm all in for that because that ah. is timeless. Squid Face guy is timeless to me. That feels mm. more uh, more universal. Ooh, that's a piratey kind of a thing. Well, and not uh, tied to like one guy. I think it's tricky when you get into one actor because it does yes. rely on that actor not being like uh, you know weird. Who the, knows what could happen? Yeah, what could happen? What could happen? What could happen? <laughs> yeah. Anything. Look, I would say if we're going to go on a larger scale conversation, is Pirates the Cursed Ride? I mean, oh. you know, we go from this idea that, you know, it's the one that's been the most revamped and changed. And at a certain point, wasn't even going to be in Florida. But, you know, people are like, we want that Pirates ride. We were we you're going to build this like kind of larger in the mountain coaster that was going to take us through more problematic areas of Mm -hmm. our history of the United States. But, uh, you know, but, but uh, that there is a cursed nature to the pirates, right? Mm. That's interesting. The most, yeah, it does keep running into and curses of like accidents and the the water yeah. being uh, toxic. There's like all kinds of level of curse on yeah. that. Yeah, there's a uh, lot. There's overloaded a lot nowadays, like way too many boats. So like the end of the ride, you're just getting slammed oh, the by the boat chain. behind yes. you. Oh my god, mm-hmm. the worst, the worst. Yeah, the Black Pearl was cursed and the ride was cursed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now let me say that because there, there's a little bit more that that comes out of this. Please, meet, I'm, uh, I'm very excited the, that, that we're going to the tape. We're going deep, yeah. The okay, yeah. This to go into the archaeology of the DMs a little more. Here is now as as we as uh, we patch up old wounds. And thank you for making me feel better about my early episode uh, yeah, shittiness. Never feel badly about that. Oh, I wish okay. you would have uh, uh, would approach me sooner. Oh geez, okay. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's out in the open. But yeah. now I'm worried. But I think we have to. But I but I'm fearful that we we're going to open up a new uh, a new wound, sure. a new scar. Uh, and by, when I say something that you said soon after, and here we go. Uh, also, just re-road Spidey, Transformers is better. That I stand by as someone who once thought that Spidey was uh, one of the best. Uh, yes. Now, I f- now at this point, I fear for the opinions of Jason Sheridan. Well, well, well. Here we right. go. Because I have been critical of this ride in that it is, uh, I have always thought of it as uh, lesser than Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know Spider-Man uh, an opening day attraction at Islands of Adventure so we're <laughs> clocking it at 1999 and this opens over a decade later mm-hmm. uh, and while it does have a number of upgrades it hits a lot of the same beats almost of the ride it hits mm-hmm. a lot of very similar mm-hmm. moments with characters that uh, are not like my dear friend Spider-Man characters that I don't, I'm like, what are these characters' personalities? And it was only digging into this ride has, this happens a lot on the show. I dig into a ride and it grows on me if I'm kind of indifferent to it or skeptical of it. Cause a lot of the cue videos for this ride, I'm like, okay, this is what this character's deal is. And okay, they're setting up this big set piece, like this big moment in the ride. It makes a little more, sense now that said um i was racking my brain because i was a transformers kid i had transformers toys growing up and i could not remember any storylines from the show the only thing that stuck out in my mind was the cg one from the later 90s called beast wars that takes place entirely in barren landscapes because (laughs) cg was very expensive 
Right, I remember yeah. this. Oh, I see. So it always said to be deserts. And yeah. So and, and they were fields. animals. They were like prehistoric animals. So it kind of makes sense, like dinosaur age. Uh, and then being like a 13, 14 year old, too smart for my own good, renting uh, the Transformers movie and going like, "Hey, you know, this was Orson Welles' last picture before he died." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he was Omicron, the the big planet one. Oh, that's where it was. He was yeah. Omicron. The name was Omicron, <laughs> I think. Right? Whoa. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Gonna remember the year. Remember the year. Uh, um. Well, let's. Why don't maybe we all need to sort of address a little bit where we're coming at it from? Because yeah. well, again, let me. Can I just oh, ask yes. one quick question? Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Because I. When was the last time you rode Spider Man in Islands of Adventure? Just Great. I want to put that down too because that that is you know I. It was, I believe, when I recorded that fresh off of Islands of Adventure. That was, sorry, that's my, by the way, not to step on that, but Mike is saying it's not Omicron. It's not it's Omicron. Not Omicron. It's what is it called? Unicron. Unicron. Close. Okay. Just say that's the next, way. That's the next, that's the, by next oh. Christmas, we'll all be getting that. <laughs> I'll be sick with Unicron. Yeah, well, all of Unicron. <laughs> Um, oh right, okay. that's a strain of the thing. Okay. Yes, that's why. But it's I also was like an, hung up on it. It's a letter in the out. Isn't it a letter in the Latin yeah, alphabet? Sure it's something yeah. else. It is yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, um, who can remember all the yeah. strains now? Okay, yes. Uh, the, last time on Spider Man, we saying? were the three of us were down there uh, in 2019, and that was the last mm. time I read that. Well, because uh, here's my I just, and I know that we're not. This is not a, a definitive argument between the two, but I want to put a couple of not even caveats. Spider-Man the Ride at Islands of Adventure has shown its age. And I think that that's what I was what I was feeling. There's a certain we talk about timelessness and stuff like that. Like when I got on that ride, I had so much excitement. I was like, I love this one. Uh, and I walked there and I had one of those fast passes, but I didn't even need it because it was empty. Meanwhile, mm. the Hulk ride, which has been redone, they kind of redid the inside. Now we all know all the backdrop of why Marvel Islands of Adventure can only be in the Fox cartoon world of like mm. the early nineties, but oh, yeah, sure. Generic, but yeah. right. Yeah. So, you know, I go there really looking forward, like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait. And it's empty. And I walk right on and I was like, Oh, it just, it felt like it hit, it showed its age. And there's something about that, that like maybe screen rides might be showing. And this is going to be curious to see, like, will screen rides start to show their age a little bit more as we move forward? Like, you know, will there be a moment where it's like, oh, we've gotten better definition. We've gotten better movement. We've gotten, you know, because the real big thing with Spider-Man the ride is a similar thing that they do with uh, Transformers. It was the drop, right? Where Spider-Man kind of catches you with the web and then mm -hmm. pulls you up and you feel like you're you're going up the side of a building. That, I remember that being mind-blowing. Like when I saw mm -hmm. that, I was like, forget about Disney Islands of Adventure, that's where it's at. This is a better theme park. I'm all on board. Yeah. Um, anyway, that but I didn't feel that way post Transformers Arrive. When was that. your when did you do Spider-Man last? I mean, that's um, an important. I question. did Spider-Man last. My kid is turning, I remember it very specifically. My kid is turning six this week. So I did it six years ago. Okay. Uh okay. like I did it right after he was born. Uh, I happened to be down in Orlando and I had half a day and I bought that crazy pass so I could ride mm -hmm. everything yeah, at yeah. Universal. Uh, I think at that point, Fast and Furious was not open as a singular ride, nor was The Tonight Show. So I've missed those two. But I, so it was right before The Tonight Show opening up about a week before. And 
and before Fast and Furious. So I got to do everything else but. So what's the mm. date here? Is this before? Because do you know that Spider-Man had the like the redo? They, they did do like a CGI revamp. Oh. They made it. What is the changes? It's 4K. It's a little yeah. bit like it's elevated. Upgraded. It's upgraded. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there All has right, so been, but is... I don't remember the year on that. Do you know, Jason? Does anybody know? Um, I'm going to look right now. That when might have been earlier right than you think. That might have been like 2012, 2014. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I can't, all right, so yeah, Jimmy Fallon awkwardly. ride opened in 2017. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I believe, oh, wait, so is that, mm -hmm. yeah, that works out. So it was before Jimmy Fallon. So I'm riding mm -hmm. this before pre-Tonight Show the ride. I think it's 10 years ago that it was upgraded. It's a little before. Okay. okay. So this might okay. be an issue that you're finding even beyond that or that something is like yeah. unsatisfying about the generic nature of, of that spider -Man It could also or... be. And I, look, I, I, I also put a lot up to it. Like I've never seen Dumb and Dumber again because I enjoyed it so much that I mm. feel like if I saw it again, I wouldn't laugh as hard. So like there are certain elements where you build up something so much in your, your memory or your I like it so much. You know, there's never... I feel like there's never like a real like first time again. And sometimes on these rides, like my first time on Rise of the Resistance, like if I could bottle that, like I'll never feel that way again on Rise. Yeah. But the first yeah. time I rode that, it was like stunning and and mind boggling. If I never rode it again, it would be. I mean, it still is epic in every single way, but that that memory will never be like that memory is i remember that and that's why i felt about spider-man and then when i wrote it on again i was like okay i see the scenes let, let me throw out a theory here um yeah. about spider-man versus transformers and i don't actually know if this is true or not but i believe you get as a person as a person who's in the ride vehicle i believe you get your ass kicked a lot more on transformers mm -hmm. yes i think there you are getting just the shit kicked out of you the whole time on that ride so I feel like once you go to Transformers and you go back on Spider-Man, if you're not enjoying the spider visuals and the Sinister Six, you are going to go, well, what's the deal? I'm used to a certain level of uh, of handling. Well, well, this is what I'm talking about. It's it's not like the iPhone 8 was bad, but now when you have the iPhone right. 13, I'm used to some of the features there, and I'm going to be a little bit upset. It's not that the iPhone 8 was bad. It's just time has passed. Well, and, and I can appreciate the well, iPhone 8 Well, you know, was some of us are you... still rocking an iPhone 8, and someone's still likes <laughs> <laughs> better, so, you know? Uh, I, this is, this is, I have something to say about what Mike just said, and this might be key to where all our opinions land, because if I haven't established and why I was uh, uh, shitty five years ago is because I'm not the biggest fan hmm. of this ride. And Mike, what you just said, your ass getting kicked, I don't like that. I don't want okay. that. Mm. I, I prefer a little smoother and and to me the just like caustic uh, uh bumping all around is not a, a a virtue it's not a good thing Por uh, point of clarification uh when you say you're getting your ass kicked you're talking about real world getting jumbled around getting bumped around not storyline wise no i'm talking you don't about like losing <laughs> the decepticons okay. oh no you're getting yeah you're getting the the vehicle itself and the ride itself is shaking you and like vibrating you and you're getting bumped around and if you're really paying attention you're just, your back is slamming into a hard piece of plastic over and over again and it happens a lot more on transformers and i love it and now maybe we should just announce and we don't have to move on from any arguments yeah. but we are deep into an episode or a little too deep without having said that mike has and this is part of why we need you paul is that mike has started to say a couple things i mean <laughs> you've always been a huge proponent of this ride yes but it, what it has morphed into recently is the possibility that Transformers the Ride is better than Rise of the Resistance. 
I well, this said, is I, I'm not again. I'm going to hold my tongue here. <laughs> I want to hear some thoughts. I'm not yes. going to come out with a, a gut yeah. response to that. Uh, but that's interesting, and I did not know that. Um, yeah. Now, can I can I bring up one thing about Transformers as well? Yeah, please. Of course. One of the things about Transformers to me that is so effective, and I've said this, and I, I I'm sorry if I said this on your show before. It is my favorite Transformers film. Like I don't think like, I don't think you're gonna find a disagreement there. Okay, <laughs> so I, I so for me to go on a ride of a franchise that the feature film uh, uh, in which a feature film world that I hate besides <laughs> Bumblebee, which I thought was very good, um, where I go on it and then leave a fan of the franchise, that's also giving me bonus points. Yeah, like that's also bringing it. Like I have to equate that in like. The uh, you know, and when I'm weighing my opinion here, like I'm not going in loving it. Star Wars, I love, so it's going to be very. You have to do very little uh, to make me fall more in love. I'm I'm gonna I'm already there. I'm already I want to see these characters. I want to go there. Mm-hmm. Transformers, I'm like eh, and I leave. And I'm like wow. I completely agree. I have barely okay. seen two Transformers movies. I've been forced one time for charity to watch a Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> I have seen the first one, and this this will date it. I mean, it's not that long after it came out, but I remember getting the DVD envelope in the mail from early days Netflix, or I guess not mm. that early because it's like t- late 2000s, sure. mid 2000s. Um, I have wanted recently to not necessarily watch all of them, but watch the weirder ones later where like... Anthony I, Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. is in there talking about Transformers there's some moment where like uh i i always talk i've heard about this i've seen this clip but like stanley tucci is some sort of weirdo scientist oh, oh tucci is loose in Tucci's those movies loose. he's insane <laughs> he's insane at some point he's drinking a bag of a chinese bag of milk like a company mm-hmm. from there mm-hmm. like yes, um, weird forced product placement yeah right? forced product placement because yeah. these movies are huge in china um, but, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. And then I heard people go and the reaction to Bumblebee being like, it was pretty good. I was surprised. It was pretty good. <laughs> that seemed like the vibe people said about Bumblebee. There, Bumblebee to me, uh, is one of those rare films where it's not Michael Bay directed and it's, it's sort of just a coming of age story that happens to have a robot in it. Yeah. Like, so there are some things about it that you're like, oh, I like this story. Uh, I like this actress. John Cena is also in it. Uh, you know, so it is. Uh, I just bought in. I, I like, and there are elements of the first Transformers when I rewatched it a little bit with, um, you know, Shia LaBeouf. I'm like, okay, his parents are funny. There are elements. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I never really connected to that franchise. Um, I will say that, um, yeah, it, it is. It, it it seems to be so easy to make it yet so hard, but yet the ride gives me the visceral thing that I want. So it's like, you've delivered 
the thing that I want to see in movies, why is it so hard to make what I just experienced a movie? I, I don't know. Maybe it, the movie should only be four minutes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. you have to get it, every uh, Transformers movie has to be experienced in one of the 4D or the whatever. The I, you know, which I'm all for. Now, yeah. I just, I, I not to, I'm here to be a moderator, a mediator. I would love to hear, you know, uh, Mike, your opinion. Uh, well, like, give me, give me your top three reasoning. You know, your top three reasons of of the rise versus Transformers. I do want to well, just, yeah, I want to just dig into it because I want to make sure it's not just a bombastic opinion. You know, because I know you're very much like the Tucker Carlson of this show, just kind of spouting <laughs> out stuff because of the because of the last name, <laughs> for sure. That's part, a part of it. Well, um, do we need to maybe go over the context a little of and you know, yeah. you, you guide it, this, okay. Mike? This is your argument to make. But yeah. I think maybe one thing you don't know, Paul. Is yeah. that uh, Mike not only enjoys the ride, there is a deep well of emotion that has been discussed on the show many times that comes from the ending of the ride. Is this so, an appropriate time for you to explain oh that? Oh, yeah. Mike? I mean, we worry of no structure here. So, of course, um, um, what I realized when we were talking about Transformers once is that moments on rides that I really like, uh, a perfect example of is the end with Optimus Prime. He hmm. explains... And I think I incorrectly said what it was. I think I said something along the lines of like, I'm proud of you. Or something. I, yeah, in our heads for that, a long time. That's the feeling that you leave with. Yeah, yes. you leave like he's, yeah. I'm he's very like proud of you. And he says, your bravery has. And right, like, yes. And like, there's, it's a, there's a, a, like a nice long, like heavy beat there for, for a theme park ride that's usually throwing stuff at you. You sit there. He really like takes his time to get down to your level and he shoves his giant robot head feels like two feet away from you and he delivers yeah. this speech and it feels good to me. I really like it. And I would compare it to something like on Star Tours when, in the new version of Star Tours, when C-3PO kind of looks at everybody and says like, it looks like we've just joined the Rebel Alliance. And there's like a good right. heavy beat there and you get to feel like emotion, which doesn't often happen on a theme park ride, which is bombarding you with stimuli. So I have uh, now... After talking about this, uh, I don't know what you would say, fetishized? I'm not sure exactly. Well, it's started... become this, fra the, this phrase of the moment of intimacy has been intimacy, haunting the show yes. for a long time. And and I maybe built it up in my head and not experienced it for a while And I, because I think this came up during pandemic. So then pandemic's over-ish and I finally get to go on it. So for the first time since this all came up and I go on the ride and what I see is like big robot, like leaning in weird, like whoop. Your motor, blah blah blah, and then you yeah. keep moving. I've I found it inexplicable that you would have emotion <laughs> for this moment. That this somehow re is to you, what you think of this as like a watershed, like a uh, a yeah. heart song, if you will, if, in the in the in the history of rides. It feels so long though, compared to like the pace I'm used to on the ride. It feels long. In my mind, I know it's probably this 15 is a, seconds that it, it is a little stretched out more. And we should say this is a longer. This is like over four minutes, which that's true, yeah. in theme park terminology, that's pretty long. But uh, I'm I'm kind of I get where Mike's coming from, Scott. I get where you come. You're coming come from because one of my big criticisms from with Transformers is that if you're talking about Paul, you're talking about Spider-Man aging well. I feel like Transformers started aging well as soon as they like cut, like it started aging as soon as they cut the ribbon. Like, <laughs> and maybe I just haven't ridden it at good times, I, but it feels hmm. like the footage 
has always been smeary and has uh, uh, it's like when we saw like one of the Avengers movies and like this light bulb in the projector is burning out. I can't tell what's going on in some big you, you uh, know what moments. D- you know what doesn't help for me either. And this is entirely this is a, an effect of the pandemic. One of the worst effects of the pandemic, you might say, is that going on this ride and masks do not mix because you no. got glasses oh, yeah, that's on. Hard. Yeah. It's crazy. It's jostly. It's already I, hard to make I out what's like going that's, on. That's uh, the first time I experienced Spider-Man, the new ride, the the one in uh, California mm-hmm. Adventure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I experienced it that way. And, and I need to. I need to go back on because I feel like I did not. It was fine. Yeah. Right. Sure. That's where we've landed. Admittedly. I don't know. I'm not sure if you, I hope you get past fine. Everybody should like everything, but sure. That's, I mean, that's the hope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's our greatest wish. Coloring my perception a little, I did watch some ride throughs from opening day where like the, the vlogger, was clearly universal, gave them media elements where it's like, here's the footage, not in 3D, in full resolution. Got it. And it looks much better. It looks great. I mean, mm-hmm. the Transformers have always looked a little CG, but it, mm-hmm. at, in good shots, it kind of adds to their alienness or their unrealness. And, and that is a compliment I will pay them. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this, Paul. Do you when when Mike describes this moment, do you recall this moment? Does this resonate? Does the moment of intimacy uh, mm. land with you? One thousand percent. Wow. One thousand wow. percent. And I, and and you know why? Because as you started to describe it, it brought me back to that moment. It brought me back to that that ending moment where. I do believe, again, a character I don't care for, uh, a <laughs> character I have no emotional attachment to, uh, it, it feels like it acknowledges the journey that we just had, right? We did just have yep. a journey. We did. I don't know if I did anything, but I do like uh, being thanked. I do like, uh, you know, I like that the, uh, there's a nice moment there. And I think maybe what I'm experiencing also, and this sounds, uh, now I'm going to maybe sound equally as silly, but the majesty of seeing this face up close yes. a, a true like what would it be like to look optimus prime yeah, in, yes. in in the eyes right so it's like it is eye contact which is the most that's, hard eye that's contact intimate. that's yes long eye contact that's intimacy Done. yes so we got that it's in the eyes but then it's also like wow this same moment just like soaring where it's like I am taking in something I've never really experienced on this level. Wow, like I like it's it's majesty, mm-hmm. it's intimacy, and you know uh, somebody said this to me the other day. We all like the gravy, which is you know everyone likes a compliment, and this is this character sure. is saying because of us, right? We've succeeded. So we're getting three very large things that I think all in the pyramid of things that humans need. We're, we're just not getting food, but everything else is uh, tended to. Perfect. I mean, a perfect way to describe it. Much better than I could have even said it. And like you think of other times, even rides I love like Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt just goes, thanks, everybody. And that's it. That's it. That's like so informal. He didn't get right up on top of you and well, like looking well, in Dave the eye. Batista kind of ribs you. That's funny. It's kind I of like a blackout that. Gag I love. I end. think that's a yeah. funny little joke he says at the end. Why are you thanking them? He goes, "They didn't do anything." That's funny. That but, is funny. Yeah, but you know, once in a while, it's not, that's a fling. This is love. This, this is transformer a love. scene is love. Uh, yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is. 
Why don't I feel what either of you are feeling? I don't. I think get you're it un- at all. I think you're upset by the ride. I think you've been beaten up, and you don't like the feeling of getting beaten up. I so don't. you're sort of zoned out. Maybe you're zoned out, and you're not locked in. Or maybe you're maybe, hu- it's maybe lost me to where it's not going to win me back. Right. with that moment. Or your heart isn't open. <laughs> if you're, I figured I was putting myself up for that. that this was that the only other conclusion would be that it's an emotional <laughs> it's a blockage, issue emotional blockage. That I'm closed off. Jason's blocked too, though. If this is the case, I am a little uh, blocked. But in my defense, it's more like I, I honestly forgot the DMs. Sometimes I forget the moment of intimacy discussion. Like mm-hmm. I get so into mm-hmm. reading about the ride and watching videos in history. <laughs> I forget our own the research. Lore. Jason, you're about the research. I, we know yes. this. You're about the research. Yeah, Too I'm analytical. A, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a book idiot. And and so um, I, I just I, read so many books. I That's forget. The issue. Oh, all the books. I, I, I wish forget. I could see over all the books in my house. No, Scott, I, I buy books. I'm slow at reading books, but I buy them. And, oh, and I they, am. I right, I'm right with you. They, they haunt me um so uh basically what i'm saying is sometimes i'm mr magooing my way uh through the podcast where i'm like a mac truck is speeding by me and i'm just like going about my day like, nice weather we're having you know well is it is this, has it gotten you there did like the magical what i was very enamored with the descriptions mm-hmm. that both mike and paul gave does that help? Are you now feeling the moment of intimacy? So uh, would you say it's comparable to when Spider-Man gets on the hood of the uh, mm. the vehicle mm. and you're like staring this guy you love in the face? He's it, your best friend. It's not even close no, to Spider-Man. It's not even close I'm to me. I don't even close, like Spider-Man. But I'm, yeah. saying it's clo- I, I'm saying it's close in the same. It's getting it's the closer. Same idea yeah. that you're, you're recognizing the idea I'm saying when you look at Spider-Man yeah. in the eyes. So he's very close to you on that right. He, he's not quite as close as Optimus is, though. No, Optimus gets a little Optimus in your zone. pushes. He's yeah. in your comfort zone. He's, he's He pushes past. Uh, like your, Well, let me, let me like throw one thing at you. Like I believe the Spider-Man, this is going to be a very... I mean, I know I'm opening myself up for a lot of criticism here, but the Spider-Man in the Spider-Man ride, the the old one, yes. is um, is of the cartoon variety, right? It is of the Fox animation style. It is, and yes. and I granted, Optimus Prime is also CGI, but there is an intimacy. You know, we talk about the Uncanny Valley. I think that Optimus Prime actually. Uh, is not that. And I think that maybe Spider-Man, you are maybe having that thing. Right? I don't know if I can connect to a cartoon He's like a, that, yeah. but I can connect to this uh, a mask with no d- facial feed. The difficulties of masks is not just that it makes rides worse. It's that you don't understand yeah. the emotion on Spider-Man's face. Yeah. yeah. Peter yeah. really should reveal himself to you at the end of the ride. You should I mean, say, I by the way. But they can't. Right. Pulls the thing up and then he gets in everyone's face and says, thank you. I love you. Mwah, mwah. Two mwah. kisses. He, he gives I need you a little shake. kiss, an Italian style kiss. Sure. And then, yeah, moves on. That would be more. That I, would I be am, closer. I am. As we're talking, I am. I'm. I'm taking a look here at the 4K ride through of of it, Spider Man. It's a little and I just more wanna... uh, time, like not timeless, but a little less glued to any one thing. And the way that the the uh, videos in the line are, yeah, um, kind of in the style of the Fox cartoon, which is. Uh, probably the Spider-Man iteration that made the biggest impression on me as a child. Of like, course. Probably still how I hear the voice in my head, even more mm. so than the movies. Um, so yeah, I my my view is colored by that fact. And, and look, and by the way, it, like, yes, but it's still a cartoon and there's something about it. Like, And I noticed, again, it's the difference to me of 
I enjoy Monsters, Inc. The Ride probably more than Men in Black The Ride because Men in Black The Ride, they're cartooning humans, whereas like, uh, whereas the uh, Monsters, Inc. Ride, we're like, but it's the same kind of ride that you're kind of experiencing. Like these things are popping out and they're, they're, they're going through this old town square. I mean, I guess you're shooting at one of those things, but I don't know. There's a men, like, I don't, I don't know. I think the Spider-Man is, you know, he's hanging down in front of you at the end. He's looking at you. Sure. He's muscular. He's day, but he's not, he, there's no moment there. It's, it, it's yeah. a, it's a shushed off moment. You know, let me throw this out there. Spider-Man on the hood. Okay. He's not as close as he should be. He's not revealing his, his human face to you. But also, he's like a guy you know and you're friendly with, and it's great to see him. Right. Of course he's going to thank you. Of course he's going to thank you, and he's going to be casual because he's your buddy, and he's going to see you next week, okay? Optimus Prime, it's basically like God is telling you you did a great <laughs> job. His voice <laughs> Amen. is Amen. This is this is as close as you can get to, I mean, I'm even like, yeah, God, royalty. This is, this is a bigger deal. Peter Cullen's voice is the greatest, deepest voice you would imagine that the, the father, what well, they call him the father, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's what he would sound like. He would have, yeah. yes, his head would be giant and p- perhaps look blue can, and robotic. Can I say this? This, I, this is going to seem, this is going to be heresy to some people. I think all these voice actors are, are amazing. And I, of course, they absolutely are. Peter Cullen's great. It's Frank Walker on the ride. It's Megatron. And it's great, it's great voices and great performances. But here's, this is one thing I realized that is holding me back from loving this ride. I, I, there's a lot of confusion on my end about various things. And I didn't grow up with this. I don't know the difference between Autobots and Decepticon. I do mm, now. Sure. I like stared at it. I figured it out. Right. But the ride doesn't really help me. It's just, I don't know which one's good and which one's bad. Mm. And one thing that doesn't help me is that like, okay, Optimus Prime is like, I'm Optimus Prime. And Megatron is like, I'm Megatron. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, we're like seven degrees apart, right? Like, these are not, the one is good, one's the epitome are, of good, one's the oh, epitome uh, yeah. of evil. And it, but they you're saying don't, the voices sound too similar? I think so. And the, and mainly, mainly just visually, I was thinking like, I, it would help me if the characters would, <laughs> if they would wear like jerseys. I think they need jerseys. So like you, you want a little patch, bad. maybe pretend like a like a little like uh like uh red patches mean that they're bad guys. Blue patches, they're they're good guys. Yeah, like something like yeah, lightsabers. Wanna... Yes, a color coordination because there's long sections of this ride where I don't know who's good and who's bad, and maybe that's good. Maybe you would consider that like a you know a cinematic gray area. Well, sure. I was going to say is not Macduff that far removed from Macbeth is Iago that different from Othello you know oh, wow. oh you and your books oh my gosh yeah. Mr. Back books to your is books. Back. uh uh I uh, I couldn't disagree more Megatron gray Optimus blue and red uh-huh. he stands much more heroic Megatron is kind of hunched I get him in the cartoon more but in the in this in the filmic depiction it's all just like metal to me. It's mm. all just gears and metal. Uh, yes, and so I I agree with you. I, what I think where I I'm not looking for you know uh, a hardcore story. I just need to understand we're against this person. They're against that one. Like I'm not. I agree at the root of your issue, but I'm not debating whether or not Transformers makes any sense. More than do I understand what's going on in the ride? And in the ride, I certainly do. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, wow. I don't. Why am I? Why am I not? Again, is this is this another case where my heart is not? And also, is, do I have an ally in this 
in Jason and I. Do you understand what's happening in well, this ride? Well, I do understand what's happening, and I'm going to credit that to the original ride character, Evac, <laughs> who oh, is, yes. I, I has a little more personality than the other characters, okay. who's a little more- it's A little more of a human He's, he's a little more human. Yeah, he's, he's very, he's competent, but he's in a little over his head, mm-hmm. and he's got to do some crazy stuff to, like, survive this. Mm-hmm. In, in the way that, like- uh, uh, I don't. I didn't really connect with Wheelie until I saw the ride video and realized it was Tom Kenny doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't oh, have okay. to do extra research about why should I be scared of Scar- Starscream. Well, Starscream turns into a jet. Uh, that's kind of obvious why you'd be scared yeah, of him. He's awesome. He doesn't turn into a pickup truck. He turns into a fucking fighter pilot. Yeah, you know, he's fighter cool. Plane. At the end, he does. He goes shoots off. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. But this is another one of my things. Like I was trying to do the math. Okay. I was trying to get him straight. Sideswipe is good, but Starscream is bad. Yes. Ratchet is good, but Ravage is bad. I'll admit this. I get Megatron and Starscream confused. Okay, yeah. I do get some of the Decepticons confused because they're all fairly gray. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing these names, (laughs) and I'm ultimately, like, dropping out. I don't know. And, And only because I'm like, I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. It's yeah. like uh, I didn't. Like, I don't until I started yeah. jotting down off of Wikipedia. I had no clue what any of this was. And, and that that to me is again the problem with the movie and everything like that. Like I, I, I you know, it's it, it's it, it's just fighting robots, right? And 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 some of them are, you know, one looks like a jet, the other one looks like a helicopter, mm. one looks like an ambulance, one is a Corvette. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I all I know is that. Uh, you know, um, I got a job to do. I got a job to do, yeah. and uh, yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be there. But so now, don't worry. Guess... You don't get caught up in the details. Maybe I'm too. I'm trying to figure it out too much, and I should just go along for the ride. Well, this is. I'm so glad because this is where I was gonna segue to, which is we're talking about two different experiences, right? Mm-hmm. I can say to you, I love Fast and Furious, right? I think that that is a great film. Mm-hmm. I also love Jackie Brown. Right, Jackie Brown is a great film. Mm-hmm. They're very different films. I don't watch Jackie Brown when I want to see Fast and Furious, and vice versa. And I believe we got to treat these rides. So I'm going back to Rise of the Resistance. Uh-huh. Rise of the Resistance is not a thrill ride like Transformers. I, I would even argue you can't even put them on the same level because mm. a we don't have glasses. We we're not we're not in 3D. We're in a much more uh, built-up world. Uh, we th- this is a a three-dimensional. There, there's so much going on in that. Like, I almost feel like the comparison of the two is like, um, you know, it's it's like, uh, oh my gosh. I, I mean, I'm, I'm hard. I'm, I'm I'm hard pressed to even think of a, an insulting comparison. I am mm. Mac and me and ET, you know, it's <laughs> like, let, let, let's, uh, you know, I like, so in my mind, they're two very different experiences. So I go on transformers, not expecting to follow a plot. I'm just like, get me from mm. one place to the next. I'm falling, I'm flying and I'm driving. I'm going slow. I'm going high. I'm going low. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rise. I'm like, let me, let me take this in. What am I supposed to be feeling? What are the story points? What are the emotions now where I think, you know, what Mike is saying is very valid. Yes, Transformers stress has a cake and eat it too, which is at the end they go. Oh, and by the way, this is actually an emotional ride. You were supposed to care about this, <laughs> and, right. and, and we're going to send you on your way. And you're like, oh, I do feel love. So they're leaving you at that that moment. Like, hey, who cares if the rest of the movie was good? At the end, we told you, we gave you something, and you're going to latch onto that. You're going to walk mm-hmm. out the door happy. 
So I, I think that you know Transformers is very smart in trying to do that. It's not like the Mummy. The Mummy straight up thrill ride. Mummy, it's like woo 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 woo. You yeah. fly in and out. There's is there a story? I don't I don't know. I barely. Uh, so anyway, that's all I'm going to say is I, I think it's I think that they're very two they're two different rides. So I mm-hmm. I, I almost find uh, Mike's idea insulting to compare them. Well, that's fair. I mean, I would say that the great Roger Ebert uh, would say about films that you have to judge a film based on what the people were trying to do and if they achieved what the goal yes. was. Hmm. And when I talk about Transformers versus Rise of the Resistance, I'm thinking about did they accomplish what they are trying to do, what they're showing me? And also, did they provide me the feeling I would get that I would want from seeing the movie? Is it the ultimate version of it? And I would say, like, an Indiana Jones is the almost the like ultimate version of Indiana Jones. Sure, I buy that. Yes, pretty indisputably. I, yeah. I, I, I agree with everything that you said. And Transformers mm-hmm. is the ultimate. I mean, look, we're talking about it now, so I may as well just get... I have some slides I've prepared as well. All so right, for right. this. very excited about this. All right. So, Brett, okay. if you would put up the slide one, please. Um, so, so <laughs> yeah. So, so when I'm talking about that, obviously, I know there are two different ride systems. There, there, one is actually obviously, like, almost a decade uh, newer. <laughs> um this is very, Let's describe some things for the just listeners, uh, uh, but go to the Forever Dog YouTube if you want to see it. Uh, is Transformers better than Rise of the Resistance? And you, there's, a, there's the statue, the thinker. The thinker is on mm-hmm. the in the first pa- slide. The great, pondering the great questions of man. Exactly. So so yeah. So so, uh, if we're just judging, oh yeah, technological advancement, or whatever. That that's not that's out the window. I'm really assessing as a as a person uh, uh, who's seen some Transformers and has seen a lot of Star Wars. Did these two things? What? Which one accomplishes the mission more? Then again, I haven't said definitively what I believe. This is why the thing okay. is up here. So we're okay. talking. You're just it. asking questions. I'm just asking. Well, like a Tucker Carlson type, I'm just asking <laughs> questions. Just yeah, just putting it out there. Some people yeah. have said. Some people are saying. You should try to do the face throughout this. The flustered like. So is it better? Is it? Is it? Uh, by the way, I, I think that what you're saying, I just want before we even go forward, I want to say that I'm excited for this. I'm going to look at this with a very open mind. Perfect. Okay, great. Perfect. We've great. been in the trenches too much. That's why we needed you, right. Paul. Okay. We're all sick. We're annoyed with each other. We're all we're sweating yeah. out in the garage yeah. hour yeah. after hour. Paul can help clarify. Right. So, so yeah. So, basically, my mission statement I've kind of already said, but, yeah, I'm I'm – Judging these two, do they accomplish what they have set out to accomplish? And do I feel satisfied by what they, do I feel satisfied in my experience of experiencing the movie, the franchise, the IP? Um, All right, so let's go to slide two, please. Okay, first of all, (laughs) let's talk characters. (laughs) Oh, boy. Now, Rise of the Resistance is a long, much longer ride yeah. and a much more uh, uh, um, detailed, much much more uh, varied experience um, because you know, obviously there's multiple pre-shows. The queue is very long. Um, but I would say that when you look at the number of characters that appear in Rise of the Resistance, there are a lot less than on yes. Transformers. Now, Michael, please read some of these slides for our folks. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So some, of these characters, some of the great characters. I didn't say great. Meet. I didn't say great. <laughs> Never did Don't I say Don't put grace. words in his mouth. All Don't right. put All I'm right. listening to Trans- I, I'm listening to uh someone who at this point does not seem insane. At this point. <laughs> right even now. Though the, even though the thought to me is an insane comparison. And uh, but no, I'm the insane one for putting great I'm for, not for saying, thinking that great might never factor said great. in. Never now, said great. Well, again, Go. we we know at this point 
that you have a hard time parsing out what people are saying, what they mean. You yeah, know? So you, true. You put words I gotta, in people's mouths. So, I got to yeah, back so. off. I got to back off. I Media Matters is going to put a Scott Gardner page <laughs> up and go to go to task if he says, if he adds a word to some sentence I'm trying to say. Well, also, I mean, there's going to be a, a Mike Carlson a, a part of that, too, because you have clearly not ranked in port. Like, General Morshauer no, is very not- low on your list. Compared to Evac and Optimus Prime, obviously they're going to be first, but I feel this like General Morshauer should get a little this, more credit. This is not a ranked list, and I'll okay. read it real quick. Uh, Transformers side, we have Evac, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Sideswipe, Megatron, Bone Cruncher, Ironhide, Wheelie, Ratchet, Ravage, Starscream, Grinder, Sideways, General Morshauer, and Theodore Stallworth, who, of course, is in the pre-show and explains what's going on. Yeah, now, Grindor, of course, he's only in the first ride for a second because he looks at his big robot phone and he goes, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I gotta go. Uh, actually, someone messaged me. He is the app grinder come to life, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. He is the hookup app grinder. Uh, and on Rise, we have Finn, Ray, Poe, BB-8, Hux, General Hux, Kylo Ren, Lieutenant Beck, Nine Numb, uh, and some stormtroopers. And it's like well, a good number of stormtroopers. A good number of stormtroopers that uh, are all mannequins. They're all static. Um, no, a couple of them the wiggle screen, in the screen room. One. A couple, couple screens. Screen so, but but yeah. so so uh, so okay. There's a lot more characters already with Transformers. Star Wars. I, I'm trying to also. I'm trying to take my bias out about this being the newer three and not anything even against newer three. I obviously would like all nine movies to be represented, but that's not even what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I feel these characters. Once you even get out of the queue, once you get out of Beck's ship, you don't see them a lot. You see some Kylo. You see a lot of, but they're not as prevalent in the experience as Transformers, which constantly has a giant robot in your face. You're constantly interacting with them. Did you're- you count the the character that is on your car? Talk about intimacy. Oh, you're right. I'm you, sorry. There we go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. talking. I'm saying it. There is a I'm, character I'm in your car, and that's intimacy. Here. That's true. He's like, Eve. I mean, look, is it, uh, is it a ripoff of Evac? A little bit. Just a little bit. Take media ma- straight to media matters with you. All right, continue this Okay, charade. let's go to slide slide three. I think it's slide three. So what happens on Rise? Okay, you walk through the dirty line. <laughs> you chat with Ray and BB-8. Wow. You walk outside into the elements. <laughs> Lieutenant Beck's ship part. You see his smiling face. You see all the stormtroopers. They're all mannequins. They're all standing there. It's kind of you cool. You see so many. There's the like sheer 20, okay. There's okay. 20 mannequins. I, I would, I'd like to offer up... You know, Mike, I believe that if if you are presenting this argument, yeah. you cannot be uh, presenting bias. Like, you are the okay. great thinker. All right, you're right, you're right. You're not walking into a room of mannequins. You're walking into an impressive <sighs> All right, loading right. dock. Yeah. Many stormtroopers. And one of the biggest screens you've ever seen. We you're don't right, make sense right. to think screens are a virtue. Yes. But that vista into space is so it's grand. Screen, it's yeah. a jaw dropper. All right. And and a little, I, I saw uh, your yeah. jaw. We were all, all four of us were we there. We saw it. the jaw. I will say this. Lieutenant Beck part is my favorite part of the whole ride. Mm -hmm. Seeing Lieutenant Beck getting up close, getting up in his face is what I like. And you saw me probably do it at the time. You mean to a real figure that you're in a room with? Well, I said that's my favorite part. I agree that mm-hmm. he is in there. But that's not even the part, of the main part of the ride. Okay. 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 So then you wait in the line a while. It's more line. Um, you crane your neck to see Hux and Kylo. I didn't see you wrote rip off. This, is, this <laughs> is a very, uh, you know, like if I'm here, I, I watch a lot of court TV. <laughs> Uh, okay. I would say objection, Your Honor. This is, this is, uh, you know, this, I would say something more legal, but I would say right. at this point you're 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 creating a false narrative. Okay, you're, I will. You're, you're clear. You're purposefully 
uh, presenting negative uh, versions see. of this. This is if you want to present the facts, present the facts, but you cannot okay. be uh, painting it with any sort of. Uh, you know any sort of brush because okay. like so yeah. far I'm, I'm you're losing me on this argument. Paul, okay. Paul okay. which okay. part got you? Because I I'm sorry I stopped to point out that you wrote evac ripoff in the text. What was what, oh, wow. Paul? What were you f- red flagging specifically? Craning your neck to see <laughs> like I well, there's, there's no high, issue to the they're like yes. you gotta go. It's like oh. like the high screens on the Transformer ride, which Training are sometimes your, your vision is blocked by the hmm. severe side of the vehicle that you are yes. often pressed up right against. Well, if you're, if, but you, I, I always go front row, so I've never actually experienced that. Well, Mike, I, I'm going to say I, the, the ride, the evac style vehicle, uh, that doesn't bump me, bump for me. That doesn't rub me the wrong way. But uh, uh, I, I'm seeing... I'm not seeing you mention that Rise of the Resistance involves an elevator segment. Transformers also involves That's a true. secret elevator segment, and the the one of the guys overseeing the Star Wars stuff, Scott Trowbridge, yes, was involved in the Amazing Adventures with Spider Man. So he's an elevator man, yeah, not he's an elevator man. Uh, uh, that's a side. Yeah, wait, I'll I'll say. Uh, I have thoughts about the elevator. You yeah, should, right, you I'll finish reading this, and I, I will take any bias. I yeah. will I will rephrase everything to oh, make hang it sound. On. I think you need to come in with your plan. I think you oh, have. Oh, and okay. Paul can flag it when he feels the need. Yeah. Right, right, Give yeah. us your right, set. Yeah, yeah. Give us your okay. tight five. Yeah. Pretend we'll, you're at we'll the belly it. room, giving right. your and tight uh, five yeah. at midnight. You know. Okay. Yeah. So okay, the ride the evac ripoff vehicle and the on the that dirty floor. That has all the lines on it from the other. Uh, There's a hole vehicles. in the wall and it opens. Yes, yeah. I, that is technically I am, what I happens. I am not going to stop it at every point. Okay, I'll stop it when I feel like it's egregious. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, at that point, uh, you know, two two stormtroopers uh, see you and you hear them shoot at you for a little while. Uh, which see, is scary. What do you mean? There's holes there's a, in the wall. There's a light or two yeah, with a shoot at you. Things, walls that you don't know are screens that become screens. Is it that point? Up. I think that's later. It's more than meets the eye. Such, I mean, you are losing your audience. You're losing your audience. <laughs> like, here's what I would say, right? Okay, go um, ahead. You can, I mean, like, I'm just trying, I'm trying to help you present your, because you can't, you can't look at us hmm. and say one of the most impressive new rides of all time from a technological storytelling uh, perspective mm-hmm. is this eh, like you're, you're treating it like, mm-hmm. eh, well, I mean, they got this gunky, junky thing. Now, if you're talking about Smuggler's Run, I may have, I could say, okay, yeah, maybe it's a little bit more, you know, the actual ride doesn't really have that much, but there's got a lot of, you can't, you cannot shit on the, literally the world building and the and the uh hmm. the ride itself is top notch it is top notch it may not give you the same exper- experience but you are really ripping this ride as if you're opened <laughs> up like it's like you remember when you get like those sonic pops like from mm-hmm. a from an ice cream truck and the image mm-hmm. of the sonic pop is so amazing oh i can't wait to eat this sonic pop and you open it up and it's like a melted sonic or a melted uh, mm-hmm. donatello like yes. that's you know that's how you're describing this ride like it's like it's always the melted it's it's never achieved and you can't do that with okay all can't. right well um Okay, so then you go by, uh, uh, you squint, and you can see Finn Robot, and he's like twenty five feet away. Squint, because uh, he's really hard. You got to pull the guy next to you. He is kind of wedged in there, and you really only. Finn, can... <laughs> it's a fun little. All right, I'll stay. Okay, okay. We're That's almost done. We're joke. almost done. Yeah, We're almost done. To be wedged. It's a. 
We're fighting. almost done. We're He's almost fighting. Done. We're he almost was out in the open. He gets shot. He gets blasted we're, to pieces. It is, it is a cost-cutting statue. Not we're almost done. It is a so, statue. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah. How many uh, animatronics are in Transformers? Go, everyone say the amount. Well, it did cost a hundred million versus the half a billion dollars it took to. Build. Jason's still wedging Rise the facts. Of the there's panic the setting over you. If what if I don't get the facts? Look, uh, we uh, all have our little things we like, you know. He gets shot. Okay, you get shot at by the AT and AT and T if you're lucky. If not, they like there's another. You get shot kind of again, but you want to get shot by that ATT, ATAT. Oh, excuse me. Uh, then Kylo, I misspelled it as Kyle. Kyle uh, kind, kind of, of chases Kyle. you, and that's cool. I mean, you see the bridge, you see the robot. There is a robot of Hux and 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 Kyle there. Uh, and then, <laughs> wow, that's Kyle. That looks exactly like Kyle. And right, then you get Kyle. to the big gun room, and I will say this: I love the big gun room. Big gun okay. room is huge fan Very of the big gun impressive. room. Great. My second favorite part of the ride, other than the Lieutenant Beck stuff, now, the big can gun I talk part. To you awesome. About, like this is this is the moment mm. where you can shit on Rise. And you go, gun room. While impressive, seemingly is the part of the ride that never works. And always breaks down. That's and true. Breaks the entire thing. Like that gun room is. Is that it? Is prob- that why it closes so often? Yeah. I don't that think I that knew gun that. room is mm-hmm. the gun room is mm. the source of all issues. In yeah. Rise, from I, what I understand, I believe uh, there's a story about like when they were first testing that room, one of the guns was a little off and hit a hit the wall and shook the building. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> how strong yeah. those guns are. Yeah. I will say this in your defense, my and to your point. You're talking about fulfilling the intention of the people who made the ride. If yep. the intention was for Rise of the Resistance to be open a lot, uh-huh. they have not necessarily true. made good on that intention. That's true. Um, um, so, yeah, the big gum part is awesome. And that point, you really, yeah, you got battle damage on the wall, which I do like. And then you see Kyle again, the Kyle robot, and he gets uh, blown up. And that's cool. Hopefully that's working. Also, that's another issue, I think. But luckily they have the the, the fix which is the screens. Well, that's very... Which um, is a good, smart thing to do. That scene shares a little with the um, Transformers ride uh, in that it's kind of hard to tell what the fuck is going on. <laughs> it's kind of a nod. It's a rip-off. It's kind of a nod. It's, a nod. it's kind yeah. of a nod. A mode or B mode. It's smeary. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, so then you go and you get in the little pod and it's the screen part uh, where you're flying down and then you go outside, which is cool, and you see Beck again, who's my guy. Uh, and then it's it's impressive that you're outside. We've talked about this before. It's impressive that you're outside and the you're thing goes in. You're delivered right to the like pinpoint yeah. accuracy to your gate. Yeah. Where you step off in awe, all four people in this right. discussion in awe of what they just experienced. A hundred percent. Now I will say this. I, I the, I'm going to go out. On, I've heard your argument. I'm not going to def- jump in right yet because we may okay. have more to say. But I'm going to say this. If we are just talking about what ride works the best. I will say hands down, Transformers, mm. day and night, there, there, there is no comparison. Transformers mm-hmm. is a, a better functioning yeah. ride. As I have been on uh, Rise of the Resistance probably five or six times, and easily mm-hmm. three or four of those times it has shut down in the middle of the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll I, say this too. If in in terms of I've been to Disneyland a lot of times since the ride opened, and there are a lot of days, most days I would say, where I don't feel like the doing the hassle 
of getting on that ride, mm-hmm. of maybe losing a bunch of time to waiting in a ro- in a line where then it gets shut down. And that like there are downsides to deciding today is a rise of the resistance. Yes. I I, uh, I went to Florida and I had the same issue. We uh-huh. uh, we got on, we got in there, we did the whole thing, and and it and it died midway through. Yeah, yeah. I was down in Florida uh, last fall with my family tried multiple times they had just stopped the like the week before we were there they just stopped the virtual queue so we got there at early park opening went to get in line ride shut down another day tried then that day tried to buy the 15 dollar whatever genie plus add-on uh too many people doing it at 7 a.m app freaking out yeah. put it in the cart went to check out gone from the cart error messages so uh, my girlfriend and I have ridden it. Uh, my dad and brother, who uh, ha- do not live next to a Disney park, uh, have not didn't get to it. So, yeah, that's, I, that's rough. That's rough. Um, yeah. uh, look, if I okay, I'll drop fifty percent of the cave. I'll drop fifty percent of the cave real quick here. If we're also talking about okay, this is the ultimate Star Wars ride. This is how it was always presented, and that's no bullshit. That's how it was like. Mm-hmm. This is the ultimate number one thing. Star Wars ride, you're going to get to experience Star Wars. And it's like the queue, I feel like, builds you up perfectly. You get exactly sort of that experience that you would want. But I do, and I've said this before on the ride, uh, uh, on podcast, the ride, I've said that I don't, I feel like the big and trick. to that show? It's around, it's on things. All right, good. Wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> yeah. The Forever Dog never? Forever Dog. Forever uh, uh, <laughs> is that the big trick of the ride is scope. And that's kind of it. As far as like, if you're actually under siege, you're getting shot at by stormtroopers, you're not getting sort of the visceral thrills that you're getting on Indiana Jones because of the ride vehicle. The ride vehicle is very smooth. So I kind of feel like if you were going to do a thing where you explore a big star destroyer, I do want more character stuff. If I'm not going to get jostled by blasts, if I'm not going to get attacked by probe droids, or if like stuff is not going to happen to me like an Indiana Jones where you're constantly like your body is in terror... I are, first of all, I disagree with it. I've talked I've talked to so many people about Indiana Jones. Now I I don't know about you guys, I've never stared into the eye on the Indiana Jones. Really? Ride. Wow, a, a normal wow. ride. I've had a very normal ride through caves. Oh, I, it's, I, it's I, just I regular. People are talking about a much more intense experience. <laughs> We've always gone through the right door. You guys now you guys have not had that experience? You guys have, <laughs> it's a totally, yeah. No, yeah. it's the lights are off and it's there's very lasers. Smooth. Yeah, yeah, very smooth ride. You've I, done the Jurassic almost boring in a way. Yeah. You've I'm not done one, the I'm Jurassic park. Like, like you guys. Yeah. I'm, wow, that's crazy. Uh, here's what I'll say about <laughs> the Star Wars experience, right? If we're going to I without getting into a larger Star Wars conversation, feel free to dispute this but i'm just saying like i don't need to break down the prequels and all that bullshit Mm. but the idea of star wars ultimately on some level is you get sucked up you get trapped you gotta get out right like that's like that is star wars one like that is star wars number one in the prequels that is star wars number one in the uh in the sequels like right and that's what it gives you it gives you the generic yes Mm -hmm. kyle is there uh, but mm-hmm. it gives you a pretty generic idea. Like it, if you want it to be the Death Star, it's the Death Star. It, you know, mm-hmm. you get you get brought in. We see familiar characters from a bunch of different worlds, but it doesn't set itself in like a um, a time frame. It's not like okay, this is post rise. This you know, it could. I think it can be enjoyed ultimately. 
uh, as an evergreen experience for the most part. Yes, Ray is there. Yes, Kylo Ren is there. But the experience, the ride that you're getting is the most Star Wars type of experience, which is we all want to go to the Death Star. We want to be captured by stormtroopers. We're getting all that. We don't have Darth Vader. Would it be better at Darth Vader? Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but at the same time, what Darth Vader and Kylo Ren are giving me, if you change the mask, it would be the same ride, ultimately. It, it is opinion. missing a central component of Star Wars, which is British character actors from very the ages of very young to very, very old. Yes, yeah, well, that is true. could use some very old. I mean, I'd love <laughs> yeah. an old CG Grand Moff Tark, deep fake Grand Moff Tark <laughs> in like Rogue well, One. I'd love that. I mean, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we can do it. We can build it. We want to do it. Um, but yeah, so like, I guess really what, if I was plussing that ride up after I've been on it a couple times, it's like, then I would go, okay, you go into a, like a room, a little room and like Ray's there and she summons an old Jedi master and it's like Yoda or it's Luke. Like, I feel like it's missing some of this warmth that I want to feel. It's missing some of the intimacy. I know it's about scope. So if we're not, if, if it's just cause there's a limitations on the vehicle and we're not going to get a crazy sort of like uh, a fight or flight response that our bodies give you on Transformers. I do want a couple scenes where I feel the, the the different feelings of Star Wars, not just sort of the scope of being on a Star Destroyer. And it mm-hmm. can be with Ray. It can be with uh, uh, the other ones, Finn and Poe. It could be any of those characters. It doesn't need to be with my my guys. It doesn't need to be with uh, Dexter Jetster, even though, of course, I would like that the best. Of course you would. Do you want, you want Han to say, I know to you? <laughs> Do I want to kiss Han and have him say, and say, I'll say I love you? And he says, no, I, yes, I do want that. Um, but yeah, so that's, I guess that's really what, I feel it's only kind of giving you one slice of Star Wars on the actual ride. Yeah, I'm not getting emotional, I swear my voice just cracked. Just giving you one slice of Star Wars on the actual ride, and you're missing a lot of the other stuff that I like from Star Wars that you could have put in there because the ride is such, not a direct thrill ride. I feel like you could have put in more moments of warmth and intimacy, the things that I like from Star Wars, the train training or or calling upon the history of the Jedi. That's what I'm saying. Right, well, first of all, you have to, I, I'm going to say this now too. I, I think, and I'm sorry that I'm, I'm saying I, I should. I'll, I'll shut up. I, no, but I'm no, saying, no, no, no. I, I, Do not. I, I believe that the idea of uh, Galaxy's Edge, right, this outpost, mm-hmm. is that every experience when put together, would give you the whole of the Star Wars experience, right? So Smuggler's mm-hmm. Run is very specific. It's very different than Rise. Um, I believe that there are other... Al- you can build a droid. You can mm-hmm. build a lightsaber. Like So all in all, not this is not a world in which we're getting three pirates, right? Well, like we In the past, we've had one ride, right? One ride, and that ride kind of um, has to encompass everything. Here, like Transformers, one ride has to encompass everything. This mm-hmm. has the ability to be like, this is just yet one flavor because part of your job in the Star Wars universe might just be being captured. One might be building a lightsaber. One might be building a droid. One might be running a, you know, a, a getting some mining equipment back, whatever it is. You know, I, so I think that there is that element to it that I think you can't fault. I think that's by design. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I, agree, I, hear what you're, I agree with what you're saying. It is, though, like... I mean, maybe it's just because, like, they. I, I heard they're canceling maybe the Galaxy's Edge in Paris. There's a rumor of that yeah. happening. Oh. So part of me feels like this was the shot at the half a billion dollar Star Wars ride. And don't get me wrong. It is obviously really great. 
Uh, I still haven't decided if I think it's better or worse than Transformers, <laughs> but obviously it's really great. It's really impressive. I like a lot of it. Mr. But, Carlson, Mr. Carlson, I'd like to hear some of your arguments in favor. Of well, this we're going to get there right business. one second after I finish it, but now I, f- I feel like once, I feel like maybe this was it. This was the shot we had. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and I feel like only ninety nine percent of the audience likes it. Well, that's a, look, they really blew it with that one. I'm just saying, I think I make some valid points, and obviously, it's a great ride. But if it's the be all end all Star Wars ride, I feel like there's some Take things I would approve. Wars. Take away Star mm, Wars yes. and just say, "I wish." Is it one of them? <laughs> if only. Uh, is it? Because I do believe this to be true. I believe it is one of the best rides. Like just <laughs> yes, <from a> technological. <laughs> just I didn't say it. Well, I didn't say it wasn't. I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> what these little things you pull? I never. I don't know. Well, I wash my uh, hands. Follow the tape. Me, oh my. Look at the tape. Look at the tape. I never the, said it. I whatever this is is so annoying to me. <laughs> I know. Read the transcripts. That's part of the show. I <laughs> well, do this on the I, show to, to get a rise. Like, you can't. A rise or a rise. Yeah. Your, your issue is, while it is one of the best rides ever, Yes. it is not fulfilling the promise of Star Wars. Yes. So hence, Transformers. Might be. Because it's fulfilling the promise of Transformers. Yes. Yes, because the bar Completely. is so low, it's on the floor. You can just step <laughs> over it. <laughs> Maybe you've never seen right. the bar. Maybe you didn't know the bar existed, mm-hmm. or just never had interest in right. looking at the bar. Right. Yes. yes exactly. And, 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 and to get and to give you like one, I'll give you like a piece of my like uh, where I fall on the other side. <clears throat> the mistake was, I think, not of being so hard and fast with. No Darth Vader, no Chewbacca, no, you know, mm-hmm. these these rules that they made for Galaxy's Edge, I thought was actually a very dumb move. And they've now retconned that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think some of these rides suffer from living in this world of post Vader, post Han. Like, that's probably the biggest era uh, of, of Star Wars land, like in my in my mind, it did, and it did no favors to the ride. I think when we saw leaked footage or footage, excuse me, uh, art of the original crazy e ticket they were going to build in Tomorrowland of Star Wars, which had like a Dagobah swamp uh, scene, and then there was a Death Star scene. Like it felt like okay, that's like the greatest hits Star Wars ride, and then you but start to that, go that, something but you is saw that just the Avatar boat ride. Could be. Could, That's sure. something you saw as an adult yeah. that was never close to getting built right, 40 right. years ago. But the vibe was, oh, that is the ultimate ride. That is the ultimate Star Wars ride. I guess so. That's that's For what I'm you. saying. For, For you. Me, there. Sure. That's interesting. Sure. Yes. Sure. <laughs> there was also the hypothetical plans before Disney bought Star Wars where it's like, Okay, there's going to be a desert section. There's going to be a Hoth section. And like when they were going to try to cram it into Tomorrowland at Disneyland, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we're going to plant a bunch of trees here and have a high speed speeder bike chase mm-hmm. as if you're on Endor. 
Right. Be cool. And they'll yes. put the falcon above the land and you can walk through it. Right. Let, let me say this before we get to and we'll get to the next slide. Uh, but I, since I suspect that it is uh, it is I, it's possible to me that it could be full of nonsense. So mm. let me say a real argument in in this dry delineation of Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back to what Paul said and take Star Wars out of it. Mm-hmm. It is a ride where there's a lo- there's a ride in the line. There's mm-hmm. like tons of steps to it and yes. like role playing with the cast members and all this stuff and then the what you say as screen ride part is oh, where yeah, your yeah. trackless vehicle drives itself into mm-hmm. a simulator which d- performs a drop now here's a real argument that I wanted to make to you because I did uh, Transformers the other day mm-hmm. and I, I hear your point about like you get maybe more visceral mm-hmm. uh, uh, movements and thrills and stuff out of Transformers, I maybe can't argue with that, but in terms of, I think you're underrating the rise up to the level of the AT-ATs and then the drop at the end. I genuinely don't think, and I think if you were somehow able to do them one after the other, I genuinely don't think that there's a single thrill in Transformers as much, as big as the drop towards the end. I really do believe Mm. that. For, For me, because I know there's elevator and you go up in that, but it's not as good as Spider-Man, I don't think, in terms of a big drop at the end. For me, that's that's my, I think you can't discount, I think you're underrating, there's not a lot of thrills, but you're underrating a little bit of thrills on that Here's ride. how I feel about it too. Like I and, and look, it's very easy to kind of figure out how all these things are done if if you want. I treat Rise like a magic trick that I don't want revealed, I don't want to know. Mm. I'm sure I could really overly think about it and and discover it but i truly feel and even when it's broken down a sense of awe like there is a there are awe there are awe moments awe inspiring moments in that ride that transformers simply does not have that no ride before rise has had ultimately in my opinion the scope yeah that's what i was saying before the scope of rise yes is uh uh probably uh, there's no other comparison to anything that has Sort of that wow. physical environment, yeah, like, right. Holy shit! I mean, I guess in when you come in in the, the temple, yeah, there's a yeah. that's a it's, pretty there's wow. a few of them. Is feel like, you an, know? Uh, like Indy is an upgrade of Haunted Mansion on some level, right? Like I'm just saying, like in a very bare bones scenario, like you switch it out. Indy is dinosaur, which was already mm-hmm. at Animal Kingdom, or I guess no, no, it was no, the opposite. That was, that's oh, the right, other way, yeah. But yeah, but whatever. It's like it is just a track ride that you're going through. It's cool. It's big it's indie but i don't get anything from indiana jones on that ride i don't feel like the all the fun of indiana jones it's fun i don't get a person I mean, obviously there's no personality because it's not harrison ford and the guy does his voice is like get out of here well <laughs> you know it's like it's just a it's a huff and a gruff and you know you get more yeah. from uh from what's his face from um sala you know but it's yes. like yeah but for that's sure pre-show that's pre-show bullshit right and i would say though indie is not uh, a warm guy, so I'm not looking for the same warmth from India. With Mutt, well, if Mutt, I if look, ah, I'm not Shia against... LaBeouf, the Transformers version of That's... Pirates Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> if Mutt was hanging from the ball uh, in front of the ball now because they installed it during Crystal Skull, oh, and they were playing like hair? Rock Around the Clock, and yeah. he's combing his hair. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. 
Um, so Let's get to this. Get to this. We'll just go to the next slide. Yeah, yeah that's fine. That's all. Slide. We can go all through it. I look. It's fine. We don't have to belabor Sorry, this point. Right. No, 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 of no, course. This is the... Oh, what? Oh no, you want to go beef? Beep by beef through this one. I'll go oh, quickly. Boy. I'll go right, quickly. Yeah. I'll go. What happened on Transformers? You can learn from the great Theodore Stallworth. Uh, and then Bumblebee fights Megatron. He grabs the Allspark. It's so very exciting. You head into the city at a fren uh, frenetic pace, and then Optimus like roll out, and it's awesome. You're rolling. You feel like you're rolling. That's hang on. Get that word out of there. You didn't put words like that in the first description. You can't. No, no, you're no. not allowed well, to we say. Oh, okay. Actually okay. Know this. okay. Okay. Roll out. Know this. Roll out is one of the few Transformers things that I do know. Yeah. Like, that is one of the things I, that sticks in my no mind. I have no problem with that. It's the word awesome. You okay. are putting your opinions into this. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, uh, so you fight Megatron. You go through the city now I, I, this is a good question i will say uh are megatron's the one with the blades or is that starscream i think it's megatron right he's got the blades you're no, asking the wrong people you don't even know the one that you're saying is better you don't you can't well even whoever has the blades it's thrilling going that close to the blades you sort of slow down i also i don't want to get too far off topic here but and, and get out, off your flow here but like okay we just breeze past all spark this is one of the biggest thing what the fuck is the all spark who fucking cares about the all spark <laughs> Uh, oh, are you invested in the Allspark? It's like a MacGuffin. That I, yeah, I again, love the Allspark. I do love the, I do legitimately, uh, kayfabe, whatever, uh, I'd love the Allspark why? at this point. Why? Because I've been on the ride so many times. That, but why'd you love it the first time? I didn't say I loved it the first time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! I mean, Evac and Theater Star Wars. watching the end of the podcast, Paul. Paul, what do you think of the Allspark? What do you think of the fucking you Allspark? You like the Allspark. It's a fucking MacGuffin. Who cares yeah. what the Allspark is? I gotta grab the thing. It's Everybody fun to Say. Yeah, yeah, he might as well grab. say you it's must protect the Maltese Falcon. <laughs> you must protect the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, say what, but you something. said you. What's one thing? Give me a, a one specific uh, about the all. The spark. name of it. I like saying the name of it because I've been on the ride so many times. Like all spark, and he says all. If all you said toilet, in the amount said, of time, he said you must protect my toilet. I would say toilet's great. I'm. It's completely in the context of the ride that I, I like this phrase. That, okay, like, okay. Like who? Can, like I understand what you're saying. It has a cool name. It doesn't mean, but it's like you can't say I like the All Spark. It's like that's this thing. Like, or like, you could say you love you it. Apparently, you like, but yeah, you could yeah. say you like the Maltese Falcon, and who gives a shit about that? But doesn't it, this is a thing genuinely that pulls me out of the ride? I think I do need to care about the goal. If I don't understand what the goal is and what the All Spark does, and I have to watch like a bunch of pre-show videos to get it. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, right? like it's like a little nuclear a bomb, like a nuclear battery that could, in the wrong hands, could be devastating to the world. And in and the right me, hands, I'm like, I, my my uh, my monkey brain is sort of like, uh, I'm just like, okay, it's a battery, and these robots need batteries. I th I th and yeah. I like this argument. This makes sense to me. But if you're asking me to care and for stakes to matter, I think I do need to understand and mm. care about the AllSpark. Okay. And I, I, you I, have I not, no saying. one has made me do it. It's a little battery. Well, I mean, it is protected in a nest facility, which, by the oh, way, yeah. stands for mm -hmm. Non-Biological Extraterrestrial Species Treaty. That's true, yeah. Well, now true. I'm Here, in. You know, can I yeah. just, this is another thing that I want to bring up, because now I'm like, now I'm getting into a few things that I feel like, I always thought the promise of the premise of these screen rides mm -hmm. was that they would be rebooted every five years, right? Like, and that's what they've done to a certain extent with Star Wars, the ride. Uh, sorry, Star Tours, and to great success, in my opinion. Uh, but why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we? Why aren't we upgrading these rides? Why aren't we changing some uh, features? Why aren't we having a rotating screen? Why is it so hard? Yeah, on these rides that are primarily screen based, 
that we can't just, you know, every five years swap them out. And so to me, Rise is an art piece and it's a locked in art piece. You can't change it. There's no screen. There are screens, but they're used to the effect of like, you're not wearing 3D glasses. You're in an environment. You've transported yourself to a world. This, I am at a cool 3D movie. I'm at a 4DX show. Mm. And this is me talking about as a fan of this ride. It's the best 4DX ride I've ever been on. I didn't like Jurassic Park, the new one, the reboot. Uh, but I saw the first one. Uh in 40x and it made that experience 10 times better i said uh-huh. to people like when they said i hated that first movie they're like well I'll see it in 40x because at least you're feeling like you're on a ride and that's <laughs> uh-huh. and that's sometimes what you need mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah that makes sense uh yeah they should be able to like put new robots in here and there just something at least in the background Give me something it's like how hard is it to do that like you've already built the infrastructure mm-hmm. like i can't imagine that film in the programming is that intense yeah i don't like know. that is like pro- cost prohibitive I think yeah, like with Star Tour, they have. I will give Star Tours credit because they have changed. They've put new stuff in. It took a long time. Yeah, they now do it. But that was the promise of the premise back then too. Like it was like, okay, we're gonna keep on. We're always gonna add new things. You'll never know what you're gonna get. Like that's what we want. I mean, that's that's the re the rewatchability. That's like you know, it's like I love going on these rides, but like, but if you're doing a screen thing. Mm-hmm. that's should be part of it is like oh we can change it up we can yeah. we can make these elements feel different it would be I fun think. if they could do like a full cartoon style transformers overlay where you go on it and it looks just like the old cartoon or something like oh. i think that awesome. would do i think i would all it's all it would take for me is that true <laughs> i think so i genuinely don't like it aesthetically that's a big big thing maybe i haven't mm. vocalized mm. I, that holds okay. me back because i don't like the movies aesthetically yeah I just see a bunch of gears I, re- I recognize that I'm sure you'll say some good stuff about when you go into the mouth of a grinder or oh, whatever. Oh, I that's love it. a devastator. Devastator, devastator. Yeah. Sam, yeah. All right, yeah. Devastator's trying to get you in his mouth, I wrote. He's uh, specifically a Constructicon, which is a subdivision oh, of the other types of uh, Transformers. He's a Constructicon, yeah. I think yeah, it looks research. silly when you're looking at all the gears grinding. That, you're, that looks like you're in a like the video that plays before the movie starts in like a Lowe's theater in 2003. Maria Menudo really? should be... Uh, uh, welcome <laughs> to and like that's the 20 I, I both agree with what you're saying but I also love it uh-huh. and I love it when you're in like vibrating and they're rocking your spine see, see that now I, this is what I hate about this because I like Transformers around and you're making me argue against it and I think the more I think about it the more I'm like well this is dumb it is dumb uh, but it is a fun ride it's it's like a water it's like it's like me overanalyzing a water slide Right, I'm like, oh, that was a fun water slide. But if I'm starting to think about, it, I'm like, well, is it that great? I, yeah, this is that, and this is this. Well, but like, where Star Wars is going to hold up to any sort of, it's gonna, well, it's gonna hold water. Let me bring you back, okay? I think yeah, you'll agree yeah. with me on this. All, All right. right. So when there's a fist fight in this ride between the robots, mm-hmm. you feel every punch, and I'm not no bullshit. I like as a kid when you're playing with toys, or as an adult in his 30s, you're playing with toys mm-hmm. and you're making the sound effects, and you're going. Like you like kind of desired to feel the impact. And this is like on one of the only rides where you're watching fights and it feels like you can feel the reverberations of the robots. And it's a gun vehicle based. It's my body slamming. But like every impact is so like well sound affected. And I feel like you feel every fight. It's like Raging Bull. You feel the impact of the of the punches. I will grant you that. And I'll I'll grant that that some of the big moments in this ride 
Uh, I do like, despite not knowing a lot about the characters, being that attached to them. Like, I do like going through Devastator because it's like a gag I recognize from cartoons. Mm, yes. uh, character gets eaten by a lion or character gets eaten, comes out the other side. Like Ace Ventura, you know? I or say, um, Ace Ventura, classic. Uh, yeah. I don't quite understand. I think the Allspark is very powerful. Is it unlimited power? I think that might be the Guffin element. Uh, so, like, when Evex says no more running... And you you know you kill Megatron. It's the old trick of like you want it so much, have it, and like the character like shoves the crystal in the other character's brain or something. And yeah, it's like he punches through his chest, and you feel the impact of it. And it's like uh, it's all if you're a kid who played with this. I, although I, by the way, not a Transformers kid. Wow, well, all never, this never yeah. owned all a trans, right. never it's owned a Transformers right. in my life. Scott, this, do you know that Transformers was one of the things where it's like this was a toy line first, and they re-engineered that. Not only I was that, wondering that. Yeah, 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 it was a character yeah. from like two Japanese toy lines mm-hmm. that they kind of repackaged for American audiences, and then kind of gradually came up between the cartoon and the comic books, came up with characters and names and expanded it and stuff. Very mm-hmm. similar to. Um, uh, uh, you know the GI Joe cartoon toys of the eighties and nineties were very uh, given. Plug my, not to plug my own thing, but when I did my Marvel six one six doc, uh, I spoke to the uh, the gentleman they brought in to kind. Of, I did it all about brute force, which was the idea to do a toy line into a comic mm-hmm. book into. Uh, it was basically a toy line reverse engineered into a, uh, uh, you know, a bigger IP. Um, and I talked to the definitive Transformers writer, and then we had like a giant section about that that I would love to have gotten out there, but it was totally off topic. But yeah, like it's it's amazing. Like this guy named the majority of Transformers. Like everything that we know about Transformers is because this guy was assigned this. He was a British Marvel writer uh, who just was like, you got to take on this thing. And he, he really has created most of it just because of it was the only work he could get. Wow. wow! Yeah, it's wow. so it's so fun. Like, there's that Masters of the Universe documentary that's on Netflix. Or was on Netflix at least, and probably still is. And it's just a bunch of people sitting around the office going, "Ah, it's a skeleton bad guy, Skeletor." Uh, okay, his name's Skeletor. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, cut to now, and it's just everybody's like, hyper analyzing every bit of it. Was. I I think like this thing of wanting to get punched. I don't want it. That doesn't. That's not fun to me. And mm. I think this is just one of those. This is just opinion because you. So many times bring up like I want my douchey Vegas pool parties. Oh, I love it. With yeah, my la- yeah, and yeah. I don't understand that one either. And then this, yeah. I think those are very similar. I That's just interesting. I, 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 want neither I, I, of these I can speak Mike on this because I, I agree with I. There are there are things that I like, but you can't compare the two. Like I mean, it's like you can't compare like um, a private island. And a Vegas pool party. It's like hmm. one is they're very different experiences. And so I know that like uh, I got in trouble with this with Weiger when I was on Doughboys. I feel like that's maybe I haven't been on Doughboys because I, I made a mention about like you can't even really talk about pizza that's coming out of the oven because <laughs> it, when you have real pizza that we know what it tastes like, it, everything is hmm. it, we got to judge it in a different degree. But uh, but I feel like this is a part of the thing, too. It's like you can say like I could say to you, I would ride. I prefer to ride Transformers after a night of Halloween horror nights over rise because mm-hmm. it like, it captures a moment, a mood uh, and excitement, mm-hmm. you know, and rise. I'm, I, it may not be like a ride that I want to do like three times in a day. Splash mountain. I may want to do like three times like that, you know, mm-hmm. but that's a different thing. All I would say to that is like, is that yeah, as a kid playing star Wars, a big part of it was X wing tie fighter. You're in the thing. And like something would get, you know, you pretend storm was shooting and you get blown away. Like, 
I feel like it would go a long way if they had just had a part where you get shot by a big laser cannon and the vehicle like spins out, hits into the wall or something, and then keeps going. There's like some sort of just base level kid desires that I don't feel are necessarily fulfilled on Rise of the Resistance. Like you get, you're getting shot at by lasers. You're never feeling the impact of it. You're never having that moment of when you're a kid and you're doing it. You should, which you get on like Star Tours and even on the Millennium Falcon. You got Millennium the magic. You got the magic of how did I walk from the outside and now I'm inside the star, the thing. That's like, great how did too. How that turn around? I, I, I see all the, I'm coming out of the same door. You got the, I'm flying up. You, you're, you're in, you're going back out into space. You're coming out. Like there's all that whole thing is magic tricks. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying again, ultimate experience. I think if I'm analyzing what I'm looking for, it's something like that, that you're getting more on transformers where you're getting that kid, the thing when you're smashing your action figures together. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, if it's all, like, that's the thing I think that it felt like it was a little bit missing for me on the front. I first ride or when I still ride. Let's let you finish. Let's, let's finish out the list here. Let, let's, let's do the, the okay, full arguments quick, and then quick. let yeah. Paul so, make his uh, final Fist judgment. fighting robots. I talked about that. Uh, Starscream turns into a jet. It's awesome. Oh, the office building. When you swing into the office building, love it. The first time I ever swung into the office building, I thought that ruled. Let me say I thought this. that was something I learned about this. Yeah. You know who thought of this? You know whose idea this was? Oh, I don't. Steven Spielberg. That was wow. his contribution, and it's pretty great. It's it pretty. It's great. awesome. The first time I did it, every time I go in, still I know the trick. Obviously, that's not really doing that, but it still is so effective and such a fun difference from Spider Man that takes Spider Man stuff to the next level. Um, and then yeah, if Evac is a great little underdog character. He says no more running, and it's so you really feel for him. I'm not sure why he's so. Str I guess I know why he's so strained when he's speaking, but because he's under attack. An original uh, theme park character too. Great, and now we love I that. Mark, uh, marks uh, for that. And then again, this big punch. It's so satisfying in the way that you play with toys. You punch them all, spark into Megatron. It's amazing. Uh, it's not awesome. It's amazing. Uh, and then you fall. Bumblebee catches you, which is a great effect. But yes, we've seen it on Star, uh, uh, Star Wars uh, Spider-Man. So mm -hmm. and then, yeah, Optimus tells you that your bravery saved the planet. You cry. You see Megatron's corpse and you cry again. Uh, Let's, we, uh, either however you land on this issue, you have to applaud Mike for putting this together. I agree. Um, but that that said, Paul, I think you need to like it, it, do you have any sort of final judgments to make? Now that this has been laid out. When I first heard the opinion that Mike had, mm -hmm. I thought it was Possibly. outlandish. I thought it was completely uh, baseless hmm. in hearing his very skewed judgment of both rides. And hmm. I think he should open himself to a more proper presentation. How come you didn't say that thing to him about, I didn't say, you should, I did. you oh, should. Oh, by the way, I did say it quietly to the mic. Say it okay. loud and annoying. Like I, said, I, say didn't, it to I me. didn't say it was, is, I didn't say necessarily that you're still it was better. calm. Say it, spike your voice at Paul. Go. Oh, I didn't say I said Transformers was better. There. Okay. See, so what, feels... what did you say? What are we arguing then? What did you say? What I'm saying we we're just exploring the idea that it is. <laughs> oh, okay. And okay. Just asking questions. To quote, Tucker, okay, well, I mean Mike Carlson. To quote the Terminator 2 ride. And so the battle continues. <laughs> yeah, I, mm -hmm. So what I would say is this. In hearing the overview, I think it really crystallized for me in the last few minutes, which is what you are looking for in the ride, which is, so I think if we're looking for a technological ride build idea we we i'm going to say there's no there's no there's no equal to rise but if we're looking for like a thrill ride a true 
thrill ride. I agree. I like getting put into that giant pencil sharpener. I like shoving that all spark into that head. Um, you know, I think there are some really fun visceral moments there. And I, and I go back to my original theory, which is like, I love Fast and Furious, but I also love Jackie Brown. Uh, they're very different movies. They both give me certain things that I'm looking for. I think for Mike, what you're saying is the kid in you is more activated from Transformers, mm -hmm. and then it ends with this emotional wallop. And not saying that you like Transformers, just saying that like the idea of like a kid playing with giant robots, and that's at the end of the day, like I feel that same way. Like I walk off that ride, I go, "This is the best Transformers thing. Why can't they make the movies like that?" There's an emotional wallop. There's a thrill. There's mm -hmm. an adventure to it. Undisputed, unequivocal, that is true. And I think Rise is different. I think Rise is uh, incomparable to any other ride. I, but I don't think it I don't think it packs the thrill ride punch. But I don't think that that's wrong. I think it I think it is an awe-inspiring. I'm not awe-inspired by Transformers. I had fun on Transformers. I want to ride it again. It's Splash Mountain. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, true. I'll talk about and say that's the best ride I've ever been on. And that, like, I, I, maybe I'm not adding that much clarity to it, but I, I, but I think there are rooms, there's room to have that opinion, but I think it needs to be couched in a very specific way to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I think that's, I think you're right. Yeah. Mike, what's your opinion? <laughs> After all that, what's your opinion on this issue? Hmm. Let's see here. So after all of this is said and done, mm -hmm. Brett, uh, could you put up, um, the next slide up, but then quickly put the next slide up. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, <laughs> could you like Brett? Could you actually go to the la next? Reverse it. Go to the mm -hmm. one before. Mm-hmm. And now to the at last one. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's happening? Uh, by the way, that's Finn in the distance. There, you can see him. <laughs> what? What's happening? So are Just, are you saying that Mike, in a way, on? you agree with me that that both rides win? I think that both rides win if you take the ip out of of star wars i think that was a good um I, I think that was a very good argument for star wars because i'm connected to star wars i have a lot of emotions and if i'm looking for a very specific thing i'm either looking for character moments emotional moments on star wars i'm looking for certain things yes you're right i'm putting too much of myself in it and not looking at it just as a big scope ride so, Would you say the real winners were the friends we made along the way? Brett, could you quickly type up a slide that says <laughs> both uh, rides are equally real. good? Now, I want I want to say one thing. I because now my children are uh, downstairs. Uh, I can hear them screaming. By all means, this. yeah, yeah. I will say. Yeah, I, will to, say yeah. I will say this. I brought my youngest, uh, who is five years old at that point, five turning six, mm -hmm. um, on this ride, Rise of the Resistance. And it broke down, of course. And uh, he was very scared, frightened out of his mind at every given point. Now, this is a kid who's ridden, uh, has ridden uh, Soaring. He has ridden uh, Pirates. He has ridden Haunted Mansion. Frightened out of his mind. When the ride breaks down, he turns to me, bursts out in tears and says, Kylo Ren is going to kill us. <laughs> And to me, uh, you may not be getting some of that thrill, but I believe the ride is uh, giving you a much darker, uh, mm. a darker thing because he thought Kylo Ren had effectively like that. The ride hadn't broken down. 
Kylo Ren had won. He had stopped our car, and now he was here to kill us. So much so that when the ride attendants took us out, he was not trusting them at all, uh, thinking <laughs> they were a part of the uh, the show, uh, which I totally understand in many respects. Uh, so I do think on a certain level, and we're talking about IP and all that sort of stuff, uh, I think it is giving people a thrill. My kid, that youngest, had never even seen Star Wars. So he's coming into it mm. the same way I'm coming into Transformers. Uh, you know, so there, there's that. There is a thrill. There is mm-hmm. definitely a thrill. A thrill of death. <laughs> Which is a thrill. And then he turned to you and went, Papa, what does this mismanagement of the House of Gucci mean for the company? For high fashion, only Tom Ford can save them. <laughs> um, you know, I think it, we're, if we're talking emotional wallops, I think this episode has been full of them. Mm-hmm. I think this has been a fascinating conversation like... Uh, like giant robots all grappling for the AllSpark. And Paul, thank you for for joining us and having it with us. I think it's settled other than we'll probably get into this debate about uh, seven more times. Uh, But for now, Paul Scheer, you survived podcast the ride thank you so much for giving I us appreciate it i appreciate it can i say one more thing just as we cap it off and i know i'm yes. i'm delaying my own leave <laughs> you can stay at the win or you can stay at the hard rock casino right it's all mm. a matter of what you want they might be now my i might be dated because i don't know uh those two <laughs> if any of that represent is good. With, uh, <laughs> what i remember vegas to uh, be. hard rock's but, coming uh, back taking over the mirage and the virgin hotels is running uh mm-hmm. their old property all right, yeah. okay so uh, all i'll say is this um i think that we're talking about two icons two uh of the best people to do it both of these rides mm-hmm. in many respects uh and uh to simply make them fight each other for supremacy uh it may not be the best thing we may just have to uh, we may have to live on the mount uh theme park more or whatever that was and and just appreciate (laughs) that all these presidents have done something good so so what you're saying is that the problem really is pitting them against each other in comparison and comparing them an Mm. idea that was thought up by mike carlson and therefore mike is wrong put up my side brett Mike is wrong. Oh, you don't have it. Okay, Yay! sorry. Wrong. We can put it in a post. Mike is wrong. We can put it in a post. Mike is wrong. Actually, Brett, I do have something to bring up. Can you pull up the thing that just says sign? Because we're not exiting through the gift shop today. We're doing it Transformers the Ride style because at the end you see a scary stencil mm-hmm. that says ROP. And ROP is Retail Opportunity. <laughs> Allspark <laughs> Vault Level 4, Section 2. two. So, Paul Shear, let's exit through the ROP. Is there anything you would yes. like to plug? No, just listen to How Did This Get Made and Unspooled. Uh, we have some fun episodes coming up with some very big guest stars, so it'd be a blast. Paul, a thrill to have you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Pleasure. So uh, I do want to say my one favorite discovery about this ride real quick. We're still going. All right. What is it? uh, it's very quick. I, I alluded to it before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor. <laughs> You've uh, been so upset about the, the general. The, the actor Glenn Morshower, uh, who plays General Morshower. Very weird. They used his real last name. He's the Secret Service agent in the TV show 24. Um I he's very good in this ride. How, how little I think uh, know of these movies. I thought it was an original ride character. He's in most of the movies. Um, there is a moment where the Transformer wheelie interrupts and and maybe some of the finest theme park delivery delivery of a line that's very silly but said very seriously. He says to him, "This better be critical wheelie," and <laughs> I just was delighted by that. 
That kind of made my day when I saw okay, that scene. Well, you've heard it. You've on, heard it here. Does anyone have June's number? Let's call June <laughs> and get Paul back on. You should hear it. Um, yeah. Tell those kids to uh, hold their fucking horses for a minute, and uh, let's let's get that. Uh, make sure he hears the better wheelie be quote. critical, Wheelie. It helps that Wheelie <laughs> is Tom Kenny doing like a Brooklyn guy accent. It is very. I, mean, I like that's what yeah. he should say. That's what he should have said to his kids. Whatever he had to leave. I hope this is critical, Wheelie. <laughs> um, well, I hope this episode was critical for the listeners. Wheelie, I, I wheelies. <laughs> All, our little wheelies, our little wheelies. And, for our, and for all our little wheelies out there in the audience you can find us on the socials at podcast the ride where i think we have to do the polls transformers or spider-man and transformers mm. or rise of the resistance yes we do yeah and i'm so curious i'm very curious uh i won't try to lead it any further because it's possible that people will try to vote the other way to fuck me hey so. i don't i'm not telling them what to do they should listen to this episode before. I mean, obviously they, well, maybe they will or maybe they won't, but they they should listen. Mm-hmm. We should, okay, so what we should do is do a poll first mm-hmm. before we post the episode <laughs> and a poll after and see who's been swayed. Uh, I, to be honest, not me, but maybe some of the audience. Maybe. We don't know. Yeah. People who weren't being specifically scolded and finger wagged at in the room during we it. We don't know. We'll see. The battle continues. The battle continues. The battle continues. Merch is available in our ROP on T Public, and for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride, The Second Gate, or our new tier, Club Three, where we end every episode with a moment of intimacy, mm-hmm. a la Optimus Prime, the most heart-wrenching moment in all of theme park fiction. You'll find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Mike, I feel like you gotta you gotta end it. This has been your time to shine. <laughs> what do you want the listener to, to leave with? Um, I want them to leave with an open heart uh, and an open mind. And I want them to assess things they thought they knew. And I want them to re, uh, re-examine every aspect of their life when it comes to uh, ranking IP-based rides. <laughs> I, want, I want to leave and get open heart surgery rather than discuss any of this again. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Okay, we're agreed. Okay, bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.